Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you today? How is how's virus jail t- treating you? I wanted to do a special episode. I actually recorded this last week and had some problems with the audio. And I think, you know, everything happens, in my opinion, for a reason. And I've added some things to this, some tips. I don't even know. I originally had seven tips, but I'm up to, I don't know, 10 or so now. But I wanted to reach out. I felt so much compassion for those of you that are in the midst of a job search. And some of you are working with me and you've asked me questions. And a lot of these tips come from that. And what I really want to hear back from you guys is, what do you want more of? Do you need more assistance in one of these areas or more than one of these areas? And how can I support you? Can I do some webinars for you during this time? Can I put out more podcast episodes? Um, Do you need to schedule calls with me, which of course is always an option. And I always have that link in the show notes. So tell me, please, how I can help you during this time. This is, um, I think, in a lot of ways unprecedented in our in our experience as humans. Those of us who are alive today have, have experienced um, maybe back in 2008 with the recession, a similar kind of situation. But in terms of a health issue, this is really unprecedented. And so, again, I wanted to kind of give you some some of the things and the tools and the strategies that I've been sharing with my clients as they've asked me these questions. And the first thing I want to say, and this is all, again, about job searching during a pandemic, as I'm calling it, virus jail. And number one, I really want to go deep with the thought or the notion, the, the fact that your thoughts determine your results. And I think... You know, this is something that I have come to understand fully as not only a coach, but as a student of life coaching and a student of Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School. You've heard me talk about her a number of times. I just want you to understand how important it is that you mind what you are thinking during this time. Uh, If you are thinking that no one is hiring, that's going to generate a result for you. If you think there are no networking events, so there's no way I can network, I can't do that thing that I'm supposed to do, that everybody's supposed to do to get a job, then that's going to determine your outcome. And so really paying attention to what you're making this situation mean in terms of the job market. If you are thinking no one is hiring, what if you were thinking instead some industries are hiring now more than ever? What if you were thinking instead of there are no networking events, I can still network online, I can still use LinkedIn? What if you were thinking people are actually more available for networking now than they were a few weeks ago? I think those are all equally believable thoughts and they are thoughts that serve you better and will get you a better result. So really paying attention to what you're thinking, not only about your job search, but about this situation, right? If you're thinking doom and gloom, and this is the end of the world, that is not going to serve you in a job search. Who's going to be conducting an effective job search if they actually believe that it's the end of the world? No one, right? I've done a lot of podcasts on this thought piece. I would be glad to do an entire webinar on this. It is the reason that I have transformed my life. I don't think that's an overstatement. 
and I would be glad to do that thought work with you. But trust me when I tell you, your thoughts are determining the results that you get, not the circumstance. The coronavirus is a, is a circumstance that's going on out in the world right now over which you have no control. But how you think about it will affect your results. Now, does thinking there are certain companies that are hiring, does that mean you're automatically going to get a job? No, it doesn't mean that. But it does mean how you will experience this job search, how you will show up, how you will be more likely to get the result that you want by having those positive thoughts that serve you better. Again, want more help on that? I'll be glad to do that. The second tip and I sort of talked about this just a minute ago, but using LinkedIn even more is your primary networking tool, right? So all networking events have been canceled. A lot of events are going online, so you may still have the opportunity. And I think, I would suspect that we're going to see more of that. So organizations that have networking events and maybe they canceled them for a couple of weeks have now realized that this is the norm for a while. This is not going anywhere very quickly. And so now they are allowing technology to kind of catch up, right? So I um, go to an event called Women Wednesdays here in Tallahassee, and I just saw today in my in my Facebook feed that they have gone online till further notice. And so it's the same deal. It's business as usual, just online. But also you have the opportunity to do one-on-one networking with LinkedIn. So who haven't you talked to in a while? Who would you like to talk to you never talked to? People have more time now in many cases than they did a few weeks ago. And so who can you set up a phone call, a Zoom call, a um, whatever your medium is that you like to, to converse with, you can do it that way kind of virtually. Number three, if you haven't gotten your documents professionally prepared, now is a great time, right? So kind of like I talk about in the January job search, the one that kind of heats up mid-January. I want you to be at the front of the line when that happens. And so with whatever's going on right now and wherever you are in your job search, let's just say that there is going to be, let's be real honest, there's going to be a delay. People are going to take longer to hire. They, They may be suspending hiring right now. You want to be at the front of the line when that sort of hiring bell goes off, whenever that is. And that does not mean that you're updating your documents. I also think that because of what's happened, the competition makes sense, is going to be more intense for those jobs when they open up, right? Because there's going to be a a fairly large applicant pool. You don't want anything about your application materials or your job search strategy or your interviewing skills to hinder you and getting them done now while there's sort of this lull in the actual hiring activity makes a ton of sense. You've heard me say it before. The reason I don't do a lot of of conversations on here about how to write a great resume is I firmly believe to the core of my soul that you want a professional, a highly qualified professional like myself to write them for you. The competition is stiff. There's too much at stake. And namely, what's at stake is the applicant tracking system piece. If your resume is not ATS compatible, you will not be seen by a human. End of story. Doesn't mean if you're the best qualified candidate. You will not be seen because the the computer does not score you high enough. If I weren't a resume expert, I would never want to try to write my resume and hope that I understood, hope that the 10 resources out there that I looked at about ATS compatibility that all contradicted with one another, you know, that I've somehow managed to cull the exact right information from each of those to move forward. 
So if you haven't gotten them professionally prepared, and let me tell you, there's a huge difference out there. And this is where I get on my soapbox a little bit. There's a lot of folks out there calling themselves resume writers, and I want you to vet them out. Vet them via examples on their website. Vet them via what people are saying about their work on LinkedIn. Vet them via the conversation that you have with them in, in, in a consult of some sort. Vet them by what your friends are saying, who your friends are sending you to. I want to give you an example of a, of a recent situation that I had. And this is just to show you that this is somebody who is calling themselves a resume writer, don't know what this person's credentials were. But I got a client. I, I do some outplacement work with a company uh, here in the States. And one of the clients that came to me through there, the, the gentleman said to me right off the bat, well, I've just had my resume professionally done, so I don't need your help with that. And I, I said, suspecting... Um, as much. I said, why don't you let me take a look at it and let me see if I can give you any suggestions. It's a free service that you have coming to you through your former employer and you might as well take advantage of it. So he did send me that resume and just as I suspected, it was far from a strong resume. And so I, I conveyed that to him and said, you know, let me just take this existing format that she's used, that she's done, and let me tweak it a little bit and make it better. I see a lot of errors. And what I want to be very clear about here was that I did change some things that I knew I could write better, I could say it better, I could, I could do it better than she had. But I also, as I started seeing all the errors, and we're talking factual errors, errors in spelling, punctuation, format, consistency, things that are wrong, not my opinion, I thought I would go ahead and tick those errors as I corrected them, and I corrected 39 errors on this resume. So in addition to all of the things that I made better for him, I fixed 39 errors that a potential employer would look at. Now, would they see all 39 errors like I did? Probably not. But I can tell you as someone who hired has hired for decades prior to ever becoming a professional resume writer, it wouldn't take very many of those errors for me to see even with an untrained eye, I would say, mm, I don't like this lack of attention to detail. So just know that all quote unquote professional resume writers are not created equal. All right, my next suggestion, number four, I want you to work smarter and not harder in this job search. I really want you to use your creativity to think, okay, what can I do differently? What can I do better to address this reality that I'm in? And you know, if we get back to number one, where I was talking about your thoughts determining your results, if your brain is saying, this is your little lizard brain, right, is saying, there's no way I can get a job right now, you, your brain is not going to go to work to figure out how to solve for this current problem. It's sort of like closing a door on your brain. You're like, because your brain will then set out to find proof that there is no way to get a job during this time, right? It's called confirmation bias. If on the other hand, if you ask of your brain, how can we be more creative during this time, then your brain is like, got it, I'm out there trying to find that. And that's what your brain is going to get to work for, get to work towards. Getting creative, what does that mean? How can I, I always like to think about it, okay, the goal hasn't changed. I want a job as a fill in the blank. Maybe you know what company you want to work for or the industry, whatever that is, fill that in. That is exactly the same as it was six weeks ago. What has changed maybe is how I get there. My goal is the same. 
okay, what is the thought that I need to think? Think thought is I want a job as a blank, blank, blank in whatever industry or whatever company. What do I need to feel? Well, I need to feel confident, maybe. I need to feel purposeful. I need to feel determined. What is that feeling? And then what are the actions I can take, right? So I want you to just start writing a list down. And what that list is going to look like initially is the same stuff you were doing before. Good or bad, it's going to look the same. But then I want you to, when you kind of, you're like, okay, that's it. That's all I can come up with. I want you to ask your brain, what else? What else can I do? What else can I do? And just keep asking that question until you have an exhaustive list. Are all of those things great ideas? No. Are all of those things appropriate in this job search market? No. That's the point of writing so many things down is you have a much deeper well from which to pull. The other thing I want you to do along this working smarter piece is to really be vigilant with your existing search status, right? So think about the companies that were in the process of hiring you. Maybe they interviewed you and now, you know, (laughs) the poo has hit the fan. So think about, okay, how can I reach out to them? How can I provide value to them? What can I do to keep myself as a top candidate with the ones I already had in the kind of in the hopper. And I'm going to give you some more suggestions about that towards the end, but I really want you to think, okay, I want you to put yourself in their shoes. I'm I'm hiring people or I was hiring people and now my business has gone completely online and you know maybe depending on the industry business is down or business is crazy up, but it's very different. What can I do to ensure that I'm the right candidate for when they do start hiring again? Or maybe they are still hiring, but maybe it might look different than we thought it would look. How can I keep those lines of communication in and show that I'm a great candidate in this new world order? All right, number five. Working with a career coach has, I think, never been more important, or at least it hasn't been as important since the recession in 2008, because it's many of the things that I've already talked about there's going to be a a larger applicant pool, there's going to be more competition, and I think it's going to be a very compressed hiring cycle, right? So once things come back up, there's going to be a lot of immediate needs, and there may be, depending on the industry, a lot of immediate unforeseen needs right now, and you want to get in there in a very effective way. So having a job search strategy that is more robust than you can do on your own is going to be key. If you're expecting, I want you to think about this, right? So, you know, the bell goes off, we're hiring again, we're going back to work physically, and we have these needs now for for various and sundry reasons. We have, this is, these are the jobs we need. Well, now we have to write the job descriptions, we have to put them online, we have to post them, we have to wait the amount of time, we have to interview, you know, two or three rounds of interviews, all of that is a very slow process, even if they're doing it as quickly as they can. So you want to be creative in how can I be at the front of that line? How can I avoid as much as possible the job boards to get in there and get a job and be one of those first hires when the bell goes off? Career coach, super important during this time, not only for the instruction and the value that they give you in terms of the strategy, but having their support. One of the, um, and I've talked about this before, I think, but one of the most valuable pieces that I offer my clients is what I call accountability and support calls. And it's just a 30-minute call every other week where we set goals, we report back on the goals that we, we set the last time, and we solve problems. So here's what I ran into. How do I handle this situation? What do I do? if this happens, 
I got this interview question and I didn't know how to answer it. Let's let's role play that. So those calls are so important. And in fact, I've made a commitment to be offering those to everybody who reaches out to me, even if they think they only need documents. I want to at least offer them the accountability and support calls because I've seen how incredibly valuable they are to my clients. Number six, think about now being a great time to upgrade some of your skills with online courses, right? So Udemy and Teachable and all of those things, plus any, any certifications that would come out of your certifying bodies, now might be the perfect time to do that. So really think about, is there some skill gap that's going to make me maybe slightly less qualified than some of the other candidates? And I really want to up that qualification level, that marketability level, and is there something I can learn during this time? I love the idea of having a 90-day goal during this period so that when you look back on these 90 days, you feel such a sense of accomplishment and pride in what you did do as opposed to here's what I wasn't able to do. So think about that. Think about maybe taking a class. Number seven, if you've been laid off during this time, be sure to check with your benefits um, coordinator at your company to see if any outplacement services are available to you. And I've mentioned that I, I am a part of an outplacement firm. I do contract work with them. And we are busier than ever right now for obvious reasons. And so see if there are any benefits. And if they haven't offered you any and you're still, you know, maybe you're just getting laid off or, you know, you, you're going to get laid off in a couple of weeks or anything like that, see if they won't offer them to you, right? So even if the company doesn't typically do that, would they offer those for you? And outplacement services can include, in, in our case, it includes resume writing. Some of the um, packages get a LinkedIn profile. All of the packages get some coaching. Some get more than others, obviously. And then there's a full suite of online job search services available. Different companies will work in different models. But the, qu the question, and here, let me also say, I have had employees come to me who were still working, they've been told they were laid off, and they've been able to go back to their employer and say, okay, here's what the package is that Lisa Edwards of Exclusive Career Coaching is offering me, and it costs X number of dollars, I would like you to pay for that, and they have done that. Conversely, I've had other ones that have said, you know, they've said, okay, the company has said, I have, you know, $5,000 to spend on outplacement services, and I'd like to get them with you, and we put that package together. Also, concerning being laid off, what I'm going to predict is that your state-run career centers will be hosting courses to address the layoffs pretty soon. In fact, I'm starting to see some of that come out of Florida as already. So those are going to be online, of course, to begin with and eventually perhaps in person. But those are going to be free courses, and those are going to provide some degree of assistance to you. But it's basic stuff that will at least get you kind of started. The eighth one is to be flexible with your starting dates and other arrangements. And this gets back to what I was talking about earlier, kind of being, staying in touch with your the ones that you're already in the hopper with. And even as new companies come up and say, hey, we're super interested. In fact, I've got, um, I've got a client right now who's been talking to a company way before this all happened. And now this has put a snag in it. And we were talking about, you know, be flexible with the starting date. So you're continuing to let them know that you're interested. You're pro you should still be continuing to pursue other avenues, right? 
bird in the hand is always worth two in the bush. But at the same time, if a company is genuinely interested in you, be flexible, right? Okay, how do you want me to start? Do we need to to delay that starting date to two months out? Do we need to create this, at least the beginning of this job in a very different sort of way? It's going to look a lot different, whether that's working from home or, you know, we're going to have you, I don't know, do virtual training with somebody else in the company, whatever it is, just be open to flexible arrangements. I think we're going to see a lot more of that going forward. And then my final suggestion here is to revisit old bosses and colleagues and using LinkedIn, being willing to do Zoom calls, um, Skype calls, whatever, again, whatever your method of, of delivery preference is, but doing that virtual networking. And I think that this serves a couple of purposes that are really important. You're networking with people who are who know your work and are in a great position to recommend you going forward. You're also engaging with the human population. I can't speak for you. You may be in a house full of kids and family members and you're losing your mind from that regard. I personally live alone with a dog and I'm feeling very isolated right now. And so I'm looking for opportunities to have a Zoom call, have a, a phone call. The point here is that you are connecting, you're, you're solving the problem. Okay, I want to network with these people. You may be helping that other person just as much as you're helping yourself because they're feeling isolated as well. And I think there's just something really beautiful about setting your brain, as we've talked about previously, setting your brain to be creative in this time and solving the problem. The, the problem, the result that you want a job and whatever time frame has not changed. Same exact goal, right? How you get there might look a little bit different. So all of these ways that you can be creative to get that result for you is, I say it's game on right now. And I also think there's something really wonderful about requiring that of yourself and having your brain get busy trying to figure that out. I think you get to evolve to a better version of yourself as opposed to just saying, nope, not going to happen. And bonbon seems like the best option for me right now. I'm just going to sit on the sofa and binge Netflix, Netflix and gain 15 pounds. I hope this has been helpful. As I said at the outset, if any of these are confusing to you, you don't agree with them, you want more information, whatever it is, please reach out to me and, and, and shoot me a message. You know how to reach me. All my contact information is in the show notes. Schedule an appointment with me or let me know, would you like a webinar where we can talk about this and I can give you some one-on, like face-to-face -face instruction? Would you like more of these special podcasts? And if so, what, what, do I, what do you want me to go deeper on? I am here to serve. This is what I live my life for. This is what I was put on this earth to do. And I am in, I am all in to help you guys. I'm all in to hear your, your concerns, your fears, and to help coach you through them. So I hope this has been helpful and I'll see you again soon. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.